Welcome to Toffee TV. It is the midfield section of our season review. Um, we've done the defence. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, we have done the defence. Yeah, midfield. Uh, yeah. Not a not a great part of Everton's team, but uh, find me one that is. Arguably, probably. <laughs> arguably the best part. Well, we'll find out. We'll mm. find out. Mm. We'll find out. So uh, we are going to start with Adrissa Garner Gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we are. Uh, playing thirty-three times, eighty-five percent pass completion rate, uh, goals no, assists one, big chances created one. Tackles per game, two point nine. Obviously, brought him, brought him back from Paris Saint Germain, where he'd be playing with the likes of Messi, and Neymar. You know, just get a name, but a couple. Yeah, mm. just a name, but a couple. Um, straight into struggling Everton side. <laughs> How do you think he he did during the season? I think he was good. Seeing a, some people make some mad comments about them at mm. times yeah. everyone's got their own view of course they have mine was he was good for us most of the time works hard in that midfield closes down knits a lot of stuff together for us in there mm. is he sloppy sometimes with the ball yes we had a period around Christmas where he was he gave a few goals away from or certainly made big mistakes mm. um, he did have those off days absolutely he did but without him, I think there'd be a huge hole in Everton's midfield. Mm. You know, we brought him back to replace himself because yeah. we never replaced him for the three years he wasn't there. Um, could he be better? Yeah, yeah, could. But I think, still think, just right now, he's an important part of Everton's yeah. team. Well, again, you know, you look at him and you you look at him and you look at uh, Tarkowski for mm. the season. You know, Tarkowski playing every single game. Just kind of gave played thirty three times, and you look he wasn't at here for the first. And you look at you look at those kind of things and think to yourself, well, these were important buys it, last summer, you know, um, to get some stability in, in the fact, didn't he? Did he miss a game? We'd already played six when he come in. Mm -hmm. I think he was available for every Premier yeah. League game. <laughs> which is which no, is but that's that, that's hugely important, isn't it? That's mm -hmm. that's that's what I mean. It's. You talk, you know, and I, I understand there was little moments in the season, you know, the yeah. back pass against Brighton, Brighton the back awful. pass against the, or the Arsenal one where he Arsenal didn't, he didn't see him. Those moments were huge, but consistency is a massive part of football. Mm -hmm. And if you get into that consistency where you have a general level, that can carry, that can really help a team. And I think that's where he was important this season. Okay, listen, he's a completely defensive midfielder. Mm. But he'd done his job for the most part. You know, you look at the rest of the squad or or what's out there. Well, is there anyone else in the team who could have done that? Well, we're going to come on to Onana, but a fair season in the Premier League, I don't think Onana could have sat in front of that back four and give us what we needed. Maybe in the second season, as he, as he grows or, or whatever, then maybe you get a bit more and you do get more out of that position. Don't get me wrong, the person who plays in front of the back four now should be able to do a lot more than just sit in front of the back four and just they have to you know that's the Premier League the top sides do you look at the best side with Rodri sitting in there and 
how he plays and the goals he, he can score and how he gets around the pitch. And John, I mean, John Stones has been amazing. And in fact, that's something, obviously, someone like Liverpool have been missing this season. Or mm-hmm. It's such an important position. But, you know, it was still it was still a big a big part of the consistency we needed and maybe you know I know people go well that consistency hasn't really helped us but without him who would you have put in there that's the diff- that's the difficult side so yes of course going into next season you want some kind of don't know maybe a crossover at some point or maybe he gets through the whole season but um, I'll have to wait and see but I I, I generally thought his his level was good. His level was consistent, and you knew what you were getting from him. And that's important in games of football as well to know what you're getting and have that steady level all the time. Players will make mistakes, and you know, obviously, coming back as well. Don't forget coming back from the French league mm. and then going back into the a struggling side in the Premier League. I was never going to be years older. That was yeah. I was never going to be easy. So, um, I thought he did all right. Well, I think he's been good. I think people criticise him harshly, in my opinion. Expect too much of him. Is the better defensive midfield players around? Yes, mm. but they also cost a lot of money, and and we haven't got that right now. So, would it have helped having a proper centre forward who can keep the ball, so he doesn't have to do as much mm. work? Absolutely, and options off the ball. Absolutely, would it have helped to have a settled midfield three altogether, and he knows who he's playing with? Yes, but I thought he had. A, I thought mm. he had a decent season. That's just my that's my view. Yeah, yeah. I think you know it's a position that needs to be improved on, of mm. course. But that's in the position we are, the position we're in, mm. the position you know. And also, you know, like fellas, you can get like you can get, you can get getting sent off, not getting you know buckings left, right, and centre. He's a, he's a he understands how to play the game. He understands what he needs to do, and and um, it's that solid professionalism that I thought kept it consistent and mm. and. The manager at times wasn't scared to take him off and put yeah, yeah. maybe someone right. Like, and, yeah. and and that's it, isn't it? That's the that's the way it is in games of mm. football. So, uh, I give him, I give him six point naught four for the season. Yeah. So there will have been games. I imagine I will have given him a bit of a hard one, but yeah, I think a six isn't. You know, when you when your top player is maybe there might have been games when I've marked them down a little bit unfairly, but whatever. That's there's a consistency. Mm. So you got six point nine out. On sofa yeah. score, which is one of Everton's top players, mm. and that's to me that's correct because he was one of Everton's best mm. players throughout the season. Yes, he had games where he didn't have a good game. Simple as he didn't have a good mm. game. Arsenal, like you said before, Arsenal way pathetic. What he done? Play the whistle, you know the Brighton back pass. Yeah. The game, I mean, we were already getting battered, but yeah. the Brighton back pass was shocking. Yeah. And that's where he, he had a, a couple of other games where he was poor. I'm not saying he was ten out of ten every week because he wasn't. But he gave a good, consistent performance, and sometimes people criticised him. When you actually looked at the data of the game, he was Everton's best player. Yeah. Some games he had a hundred percent passing accuracy, and he had a lot of the ball. So he he was, you know, he thought he had hey, a, listen, good, a good, solid season. Anything over six in my for you is, is good, good yeah. mate. So mm-hmm. um, <laughs> there you go, there you go, there you go. Uh, let's move on to Onana. Uh, Obviously, mm-hmm. first first season in the Premier League, played thirty four times. Pass accuracy eighty four percent, goals one, two assists, big chances created two, tackles two point two, um, per game. That is, I I um I think he came in waves, 
mm. this season. Yeah. Onana, I think he, I think he played the game in wave. Which Most I, games he's ever started in the season. Which I was going to say for a player who hadn't played that many games in the French league, coming into the Premier League, um, almost well as all, like a guaranteed starter. For, for nearly all of the Didn't play that many games in Germany. I don't no, know. no, I know. That's what I'm saying. So to come into the Premier League um, and I'd be almost like a guaranteed starter. And, you know, we talked about in the defensive video about Nathan Patterson and about not actually playing loads of games so far and his, and his you know, his development is ongoing. I think it's the same with Onana. I think, I think we, he came with a, a big reputation that mm. we'd almost created ourselves because... Obviously, we'd beaten West Ham to the signing, and there was a lot of hype, a lot of noise about him that he was he was one of the ne- you know next big things. And I think at times he, not him personally, but I think when people talked about him and looked at him, I think they were expecting more from him because of that of what of how he was talked up. But I think his season was 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 quite probably what I thought it was going to be. Um, it wasn't this massive breakout season no. that again because there was comparisons because he's from Belgium and similar size um, there was this Fellaini comparison which I think was a little was a little bit silly mm-hmm. because obviously Onana has different mm-hmm. uh, different skill set but I think he did all right and the fact that he went to World Cup as well mm-hmm. um, and, and you know and, and there's now. I think he's established since the World Cup and almost the rejigging of Belgium squad. I think he's now a, a starter for Belgium mm. as well. I think he'll look at it and think I've I've had a good season there and listen, we don't know what the future holds for him, but I think it was a good a good first season for him in the Premier League without obviously without being unbelievable. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think he's got it in the Belgium side. Obviously Martinez was waxing lyrical about him and, and told him to go to Everton as well. So fair play. Um, I think Dominic Tedesco, who's there now, will take that on. He's a really good coach. I think he'll take him on with that. Onana, I think just right now he hasn't quite figured out what his position is. Is he a, is he an eight? Is he a six? He looks more of a six to me. Um, he's got to get that settled. But I think he's had some games where you've seen the potential and you've gone, wow. And there's been other games where you've seen the rawness of him and mm. you've gone, what are you doing? All of this to the crowd when you're not playing well. Greats in the end. If you're playing well, yeah. then we get behind it, of course. But don't go don't go full Tommy Gladison too early. Um But I think there's he's got loads of potential. Huge amounts of potential. And I think Everton could make a lot of money on him. Mm. Um I think Everton, if they could hold on to him for another season, could make a lot of money on him next, because I think he'll be better next season. But I think whoever has him, if it if it is us then I think we have to make the decision. He's always, for me, been better when he's been in a double six with Garner. Yeah. When he's sat a bit deeper, he, he can pick the ball. Palliser, I know the caveat, Palace didn't have a great midfield. Yeah. I know that, but when he dropped off but, and took the ball and his range of passing was good, he's got them telescopic What's funny is Lampard like, tends to play in the wrong position. Yeah. Almost like the Decorey yeah, position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which isn't his position. For and me. I think when Lampard had them, when Lampard was at the, obviously at the club, I think, he got lost in that when he well not I mean because of all we started the season well, and he was playing essentially, he didn't he didn't know how to divert from that, so obviously he had he'd have, uh, Gordon on one side or McNeil and 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 Damari Gray, mm. and he then the core he wasn't getting in the side and he didn't 
he didn't know how to move away from that and didn't quite know how to fit them all together where it's a lot easier when the core is playing because he does become that false striker as well mm. and as we've seen but there what there wasn't enough opportunities but i actually think for him i actually think he'll once i don't know whether it'll be at Everton. i really don't because mm. i don't know where he'll be but i think once once he gets the trust of other people or the manager, sorry, he'll play in that six role on his own, mm. and and people will trust him with the ball mm. and trust him to move the ball. And I just and I, and I think that might sometimes might take a better side that doesn't rely on that holding midfielder to be so defensive because mm. they don't need them, they don't need to be so defensive as a team. I think this season, I think because he almost plays the game at his own pace, I think that's what frustrates fans is when mm. everyone else is sprinting around and he's sort of like jogging around and. Back as well can grate on you. We know that. Mm. We know what what because we're football fans and we want we want the game. We we don't have patience for people brought in and because because everything else is going wrong. You think, how can we carry a player? But that's how players develop, and we've seen that with other players. And you know, I I, I, I know that myself. You don't you don't give anyone a chance mm. because you think after five or six games, you think they should be the finished article. So I think I think he's got. I think he's come. He's had good patches and he's had bad patches. Mm. And again, if you had a better squad, you'd know when to bring them on. And and obviously, when with James Garner coming late to the season, back fit, there was opportunities to take him out. Like to take him out. That's what I'm saying. There was opportunities to take him out. So, um, I, I I think it's I think it was a decent season for mm. him and one that he will learn from massively. Mm. And if that means we benefit from the from it next season so be it if we don't but we benefit financially from that mm. then so be it mm. There's, that's football yeah. and we as Everton fans have got to get used to that mm. absolutely I mean you could almost sometimes flip the two and put him in the six and Garner pressing because yeah. Garner likes to press Idrissa but there's other options as well of course with James Garner but no we had the good, se- good, good season good debut season so for score Adam at 6.92 so I had them slightly better than I had, six, I had them at six point two one. So better than the guy, yeah. yeah. So there you go. It's quite good for you. It's really good. That's really good. You had the ped seal of the. Well, no, up. most of these are like there's there's the same basic mm. gap between them all. Mm, yes. So I just look at it through mm. not stats. No, I look at it from oh, that, anger. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> he made you less angry than others. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. He done alright. Yeah, he done alright. No, he did. He I did. Think, and I think he's. I do think. He, I know a lot of there people. There were certain games where I thought, oh my god, like Southampton yeah. at home when he lost. Ironically, he scored, but he was brilliant that day, travelling with the ball. See, I always, Arsenal yeah. outstanding. I always that. look at players and think when they're at their what, how were they at their best? And because then that should be the standard that they go from. Mm-hmm. And and when he was good, he was good. He was very good. And you can see what's there. And I'll say fair season, the Premier League. A lot of games. Physically, a lot of games yeah, for him. Um, good against, well, decent against Bournemouth last day as well. He moves the ball forward as well. Yeah, he is a good player. Yeah. Good, player. Move, good player. Let's look at uh, James Garner. Mm. Played 17 times. Yeah. Pass accuracy, 81%. Mm. No goals, assists, one. Big chances created, none. Tackles per game, one. Uh, frustrating. Very frustrating season for him. Mm. Um Again, one of those who came later. Injured when he came in. Injured. Um, got a nasty injury, obviously, against Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Cup, yeah. um, back injury, which meant he didn't come back till February, March mm. time. Obviously, by the time he was fifth fit, it was it was April, mm. March into April then. So, so, but 
finished the season very strongly for me in terms of not his performances as such, just how he carried himself as a Premier League footballer and as an Everton player. Um, and I think there's there's, a, there's something to work with there going forward. Yeah, totally agree. Early on, he was a couple of cameo appearances, wasn't it? Came on against Manchester United at home and little appearance here and there and then got the injury and was out and then got back in and, like you say, I think made his full debut, his full Premier League debut against that, against Fulham, rather at Goodison. And he was actually one of the bright sparks that day. You know, there was a, a lot of other things weren't very good that day, but he done well. And I think he got better and better. I thought he was brilliant against Bournemouth on the right. Mm. Thought he was brilliant, right wing, you know, right wing back that day, having to do a job. Thought he done really well, yeah. not not dazzling, but just stuck to his job. Thought Wolves away, he was good as well, and mm. Brighton done a lot of work. So versatile, strikes the ball, picks his head up, likes the ball, wants mm. the ball. Um, there's definitely something to work with. So I think he's had a. It is. It has been frustrating the injury and all that, but he'll be better for the season, and he did finish the season strongly. And I think you're right. I think there's something to go from. Um, mm. and hopefully he builds on it and builds on it he'll get fitter he'll have a full pre-season with us this time which means he's ready he's at his club mm. full pre-season and then we go from there and hopefully he'll settle down a slightly different player to what we've got as well mm. as you said good on the ball uh, likes to play that deeper role and mm. just get to keep the ball moving likes to be you know almost the linchpin at times you know get it give it get it mm. back move forward Um yeah, it's it'll be just how we how we use him. But I think mm. the hard work side of his game is massively important. Yeah. So he doesn't, so he, and he doesn't. He's got a bit of a presence about him. He can't be just pushed off the ball. No, he's got that. He understands the physicality of what's mm. needed. Mm. I think that's massively important. I think and that's he's what, quite quick around the pitch. Yeah, you know, not lightning, but he's no. really mobile, which I think sees things as well. I think he's sees things. Yeah, um, I give him six point two two. Okay, so for score six point six six. So not that real can you know we're back to that 0.4 again, which is not bad, not mm. bad at all. Yeah, I think a good good finish to the and it's season. a good ground for next season as well. Absolutely, it's a good ground for next season. Just yeah, you want mm. you want you can see there might be a little bit more more yeah. from him. Um, let's move on to yeah. Alex Awobi, mm. who played he played in every game mm. in the league and cup. Uh, Forty games, pass accuracy seventy nine percent, goals two, assists eight. Uh, big chances created eight, and uh, tackles per game one point eight. Um, an enigma of a player, an enigma of a player, mm. a player who created more chances than anyone else. I think outside the top six. Um, but he's he's just an enigma. You know, scored scored a couple of goals, and obviously the one against Leicester was huge. Mm. Scored a crack against him, and he didn't score against Wolves. Which is crazy, mad. crazy. Mm. Um. But he's an absolute enigma of a player because when you're watching the game, he doesn't seem to affect it when when you when you're watching him, mm. and then he'll. But then he does, he does, um, he does create something, and it's and when he started the season, he started it really well playing in that central position. I think it really suited him. I don't think it suited the team as such because of the makeup of it. Not not his fault. I think he'd have benefited when he had Dom up there. He was better. Yeah, that. that's what I'm saying. He. he, he you know, when you've got someone on the same wavelength as yeah, you can understand that. So I don't think having players who were in centre forwards or who were mm. in the same wavelength, but I don't think the team 
because of the makeup of the team. I don't think we we almost were then playing with only two midfielders as such, and mm. he, he doesn't doesn't get round. I think he's someone when it comes to defensive things, he reacts mm. to what's already happened. He's not, he's you know, when he's a forward player. That's what I'm saying. That's but the problem. but other when you but when you're a true midfielder, I think you're already on your toes because yeah. you're anticipating things, and I think that was the. And and it, he is an he's an absolute enigma. I don't know, I don't know what happens with him going forward. He's got a year left on his contract. I don't know, I don't know what what you do with him as such. Do you keep him stuck out on the right hand side? Does that really benefit him? Again, maybe with maybe with a full back who goes past them, that would really help. Um, so he can come inside and and he's got there's an out ball there. You need a centre forward. You need maybe someone who understands how to link up the play with him. Um, I don't know. He's just he's just a very very frustrating footballer. His goals are what ruin him. Really, lack of goals. Mm. They ruin him because he creates chances and he does. He's he's suffered as well because we haven't had a centre forward and we haven't had someone who maybe will take those opportunities for him. Mm. I think when you look at this team, the way it was, the goals. There's just no, not enough goals on the side. Yeah. And therefore, when you, you're talking about Alex Iwobi, you're talking one of our attacking players has got yeah. two goals. That's a problem. Mm. But he does create chances. So find a role for him by all means. I actually think he was he was decent in midfield. Mm. But I think he suffered from not having the centre-forward. And if you've yeah. got someone wide, right, left, you get Golden McNeil weighed in. And if, he's, if that's McNeil's standard now of sevens, then fine. Then mm. get someone on the other side that does the same. So it, it is... The real thing with Alex Awobi is what do you do with his contract? Got a year left. Yeah. Does he want to stay? Don't know. Um, do Everton yeah. Everton want to go above a hundred grand a week to keep him? Can Everton get someone on half that who scores goals? They're the but, issues. But I think he had a, a good solid. But you're season. absolutely right. You're absolutely right about the goals. If he scores eight goals, you look at the season. You go done well there. Mm. You look at the chances he's created. If he scores eight goals. Yeah. Which he should be. He should be getting the in the box. Shoot. He gets in the box. So he can hit if, he, a ball. if he gets eight goals, you're not you're talking you're talking about an all round player. Of course then. you are. But yeah. because he doesn't score the goals, and maybe the chances he creates, we don't score from, which is not his fault. No. But then that's just the way you look at the game. But if he scores the goals, you're looking at it completely different. And the two goals he did score, you know, arriving at the at the at the back post. For you know, for the Leicester and one, the other one, why and the one shoot from the edge yeah, of the box, bend them on round, you know, and we've seen them do that a few times, mm. but that's the difference, isn't it? And there are things like, well, if only that's a huge, you know, if he'd scored six more goals than Everton, now mm. they're getting, they're getting more. All know. the clubs have former players that get at least seven, eight, nine goals, mm. so he'd have to weigh in with that. But he is a good player, yeah. and he does work hard. It's whether or not it's what you do with the contract. I give him. Um, 6.23 which makes him my highest rated midfielder so okay. for everyone out there who says mm-hmm. I think he's rubbish mm-hmm. then I he is my highest rated midfielder um, of the season um, but he's he's got to he's got to he's got to add that he's got to and I don't know what again I think that might be something to do with the makeup of the team or whatever but he's got to have more belief in what, what he's capable of Got to. He's got to. He's got to show that little bit extra. Players with much less quality than Alex Awobi score way they more goals. Risks. And they take risks. So. They take risks. He got 6.97 on okay. the sofa score. He's the third highest Everton score. And he's actually only one or two Everton players who, 
whose score went up from last season on yeah. sofa score fair play. So it is, it's only the goals. If he had a few more goals, we'd all be going sound. But we still need another one because you can't. But he's also one of those players because we're so terrible in the transition mm. that when he gives the ball away, it's like, oh, oh, they just got in trouble. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's move on. Tom Davis, yeah. again, massively frustrating season for Tom Davis. 20, played 20 times. I can't believe he played 20 games. 75% pass accuracy, uh, no goals, no assists, no big chances. Tackles for game, 0.8. Um, yeah. It, yeah, Tom's out of contact. Start I, of five games, I think. I can't imagine they're going to give him a new one. No. Um, and he's got to a stage in his career where is he twenty four now? Is he? He's not 12. really. He's not really moved. He's not really moved on. He suffered with injuries. Um, his game hasn't moved on. If anything, it it's gone backwards because he doesn't win the fouls he used to win. By just putting himself in between the player and the and, and the ball the and falling over, which is little trick. Um, he, he can't really get away from people, uh, and and he his best position or his position that he seemed to be comfortable in was the number six. Now that's been sort of moved away. For, he's moved. There's players in his way there, and he's yeah. It's that anything that the Tom Davis that came into the Everton team. Which was a player who liked running with the ball, a skillful player, a player who would take chances. It's all been that player's gone. It's all been taken away from him mm. as a player, and that's really sad. That's really sad. That again, you know, whether people think he's good or he's bad, where he came from and how he was developing, it's uh, it's not there anymore. And you just imagine now, Everton will probably release him, which is sad. Adam Martin's so um, he's at an age where he's got a. He's got to get himself together and get games and get playing because he's going to be 26, 27 and, and I've not done anything. You know, as a lad that broke in in a blaze of glory. The goal against Man City probably never helped him. Um, in some respects, Ronald Koeman hampered his progression and, and it's never really settled down. I think under Carlo in the number six role, he'd done a mm. decent job and maybe that's where he could play as someone who gets the ball and moves it and, and puts a tackle in. But I think just for now, I think the best thing probably for him would be to move on and get to a club where he's going to be given the opportunity to play games and develop. Um, but I think, sadly for him, it, it hasn't really worked out. And we are where we are with it. He got to the, the end of his, his contract and looks like he'll be, he may well be moving on. So good luck to him if he does go and get yourself in a team and get settled and get playing football. Mm. Rather than just being a bit part player yeah it's sad. it's just it's just a sad it's a sad just be a just be a sad end won't it's it frust- it'd be, it's frustrating as well because it's a player that we should have got a few million for if we brought yeah. through yeah. if he was leaving we should have got money for him we're not going to yeah. I give him 5.11 so for score I give him 6.52 yeah people believe me <laughs> so that's the yeah, yeah it's, just a, it's just sad isn't it I like Tom. Like Tom as a, like him as a player when he first came to the team. Human being Obviously, well. like him as but, a, like him as a lad. But it just that he just hasn't kicked on. <laughs> just has not kicked on one bit. And that yeah, it'll happen when you're not giving games. That's what happens. Yeah. You've uh, got, well, you've got a deserve to play. Yeah. In the, you, you have to. You have to. Obviously. Uh, let's move on. This is mm. our final player in the midfield yeah. section. Abdullah Decore played twenty six times, 
pass accuracy 80%, goals 5, assists 2, big chances created 4, uh, tackles per game 1.2. Mm. Uh, obviously, under, under Dice was a completely different player mm. to what uh, he was under Lampard. If, if if you know, this is a player that was out the door mm. under Lampard, he was gone. Um, you know, he was off Throws the full one, yeah. off the full had a big fight. And you just think the you know, if you want to see one thing that Sean Dice did and how it affected us. It was it was him because mm. he scored the goal. Not only you know he scored the goal, he scored the goal that kept us in the Premier League, but obviously mm. he scored big goals at Brighton, Brighton. Uh, Chelsea, Forest, Forest yeah. um, and he really was that the player who helped. You know, we always knew Dice looked four four two, but it was obviously he was playing as a split split striker rather than a centre forward that dropped into midfield as a midfielder that become a centre forward and. Mm. Um, Hugely, hugely important towards the end of the season. Yeah, he was. You know, got his. Obviously, felt aggrieved with what had gone on with Lampard. Got himself together. It was made up that that Dyke's coming, and took his chance. Wanted to stay at Everton, didn't want to go. Wanted the opportunity. It wasn't there. Dyke's coming, and he was straight back in the side, wasn't he? And he never looked back. Really, worked his socks off. Mm. Stupid moments against Spurs could have cost us dearly. No need for it with Kane. Cost us three games and we, we the wheels come off a little bit in them games that he was out for. Dykes didn't really know how to handle him not being there and, and we, we lost opportunities where I think we might have got points. But come back and was hugely influential when he come back and five goals was his best year for Everton. I think I, I think you know, we got five goals over Whatever games it was, mm. um, he, you know, you think if he'd have been in the team all season in that role, in that role, he, he yeah. might have got, he might have ended up with double what he got. So that be that'd be incredible for us to have a midfielder that mm. I got that he can have seven, eight goals a season. Well, it's, it's his from position, a yeah, it's a position we bought him. Yeah. He's never, never really used any. Mm. So yeah. um, obviously scored the goal. I mean, it's a huge signed the contract extension. Huge goal, got the contract extension. Mm. And obviously, just happy, happier, all round happier player, but very important player yeah. in the team. And I think if he had gone, you would have you would have witnessed a little bit of that. And I think it would have it would have been even if he'd worse. Have gone, we'd have probably gone down because who? Without you know, we don't want to. Well, let's be honest, right? That, but who's getting the goals? Let's be honest, right? The biggest wobble Dyche had mm. since coming at Everton when, when he was, that, when he was out. Yeah. Now, of course, that was stupid what he did. Mm. You know, putting his hands on someone in a game again where if we'd had eleven men on the pitch, we probably would have won it. So that was on him. But Dice really that's that's where Dice's real wobble come from. And mm. I mean that'll be the next thing, almost finding someone who can play back up to him or someone who can take over mm. from him. And that's a huge thing that he needs to look at now. Um if that's the road we go down with the system we play. But that was the wobble he had. He didn't have a clue what to do without him. And that's how important he came towards the end of the season, and um, for the second half of the season or since since February. So um, he's had a brilliant, brilliant second half of the season, just in moments. Maybe not in overall games, not in overall, you know, the whole game. Just in those moments that we talk about with, like, you just mentioned the Wobi there, and you're talking about other players. Well, he was the player who has got more technical ability than Corey. Corey gets himself into the positions mm. and takes the chance. So, I give what him. Did you give him? I give him five point four six. 
that's because. But I wish I had the numbers. I wish I had the numbers mm. from when he played under Dice. But obviously, in playing before that has, has dragged his score down. That's the beauty of my season quite well, you know. He didn't. He didn't pass. He didn't. We were rubbish. Chelsea at I home. Think you're forgetting how he, rubbish we I were. I wasn't. Well, I'll tell you what it was. Chelsea at home. Just for just for clarification for you. Yeah. Did he score? He was excellent at home for Chelsea. He got beat 1-0 exactly. with a penalty. That was all and his And he fault. lasted 19 minutes of the second game. There you go. The next time he played was Man United away in the FA Cup and he would come on and was the best Everton player on the pitch. I think you've been a bit harsh. Um, he got 6.74 on Sofa score, which is one of Everton's highest. Mm. And rightly so, because obviously the goals at the end meant that we uh, we stayed up. So if he finished the season under Dyche very well. Um, he got a 10 on the final game he's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination but he's a, he's a use, very useful player with goals in him we don't have that and he can get around the pitch does he give the ball away cheaply absolutely he does Forrest away is one which led to a goal mm. um, and there was Fair other play. occasions as well of course but he's still a, you know, he's a decent player and had a good end so that's it that's mm. our midfield we'll be back to do our attackers if we can find some yeah. uh, so make sure you check that video if you haven't checked out the defence make sure you check that one out as well it'll be coming up on the end screen as well so that's where that one will be uh, give this video a like subscribe if you haven't seen you want more great videos live daily exclusives join us over on Toffee TV Premier the link is in the description and it'll be coming up on the screen in a moment see you later